Hello and welcome to Platforms for Future. This podcast is about building and scaling B2B platform ventures to help you to accelerate and de-risk your journey with practical tips and insights. In our conversations, we talk to founders, executives, and experts uncovering what they experienced and learned building their ventures. But we also cover new trends like ecosystem strategies, IoT and data platforms, Web3 and sustainability. This podcast is complementary to our Platform Innovation Kit toolset and the Platform Academy, where you can find more tools and learning opportunities for you and your team. For more information, please visit platforminnovationkit.com. And now, enjoy today's conversation. Hello, and welcome to a new episode of our podcast, Platforms for Future. And today we have a very nice guest. We have Dennis Tischler. He's Chief Digital Marketing Manager of Wind Turbine, a German marketplace and platform. And we will learn a lot about growth hacking of a platform, um, how they combined offline marketing, online marketing to grow this B2B platform into a leading platform, at least here in Germany. And we will also talk about their plans for the future. And as usual, I have my lovely co-host, Natalie, with me. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Matthias. Hi, Dennis. Welcome. Hi, Matthias. Hi, Natalie. Nice to meet you and be part of your show today. Yeah, thank you for joining. And we are also looking forward to this conversation. Um, before we start going into the details, of course, Dennis, please, can you give our listeners a brief introduction of yourself and also a high-level um, description about wind turbine? What is wind turbine? Yeah, sure, Matthias. Thank you. Yeah, as you mentioned, uh, my name is Dan Stichler. I'm the Chief Digital Marketing Manager of Winterbine.com. Um, Winterbine.com is the world-leading platform in wind industry so it's not only in germany it's worldwide and we have started in 2012 with our platform as a just a normal marketplace and our mission in the next few months and years is to build a digital ecosystem on winterbind.com and we have around 25,000 users per month and we are now yeah, reaching users, customers, and interested people in wind turbines on over 200 countries in the world so far. And I'm responsible for the national and international yeah, marketing activities and partner collaborations on, on windturbine.com and also being part of the business development and to find new applications for our platform and to yeah to build an ecosystem at the end of the day this is yeah my main part to help and to work with the platform and i'm working for winterbine.com since 2014 and i have my expertise in online marketing such as search engine advertisement search engine optimization and content marketing and with my expertise i try to to lift and to scale the platform winterbine.com at the end and to make this an even bigger marketplace platform and at the end a digital ecosystem Thank you. So, so just uh, so that uh, the listeners, uh, our listeners, uh, understand uh, exactly uh, the the starting point. Can you tell us what, when in two thousand twelve uh, you said we started simply with a marketplace? Can you tell us what was on that marketplace? What the co connections were that you were making? Yeah. Um... 
we have been just a, a normal marketplace where you can advertise your wind turbines on a usual, usual listing, uh, listings, what you know from eBay or from Amazon. There were not any added services like uh, today you can uh, check your wind farm on wind turbine you can check the revenue of your wind farm uh, on wind turbine you can do ppa calculations so we have established a lot of tools since 2012 but at the beginning it was just an enlisting of of wind turbine advertisements and enlisting of companies and that's how we start because it was the easiest and the quickest way to start. And at this time, around 2012, there were a lot of platforms or, or marketplaces with just those listing options. There was nobody thought about an ecosystem at, at this time. So um, that's how, how we start. And we just started uh, in Germany because um, Germany is quite the origin of, of the wind industry. And so in 2013, we, we have added English and, and French uh, on, our, on our marketplace because uh, France was after Germany the, the biggest market in wind industry at this time. And this is how we tried to increase the international visibility, but still, um, still 2016 we have just yeah we have just been a normal marketplace with, with listings and, and not even um, an, yeah tariff or subscription model like we just want to yeah go into the market we had uh, free advertisements on our platform and to build a brand was at this time the the main um the main goal for winterbind.com and not only to to get a profit on on this platform and then um, when you say germany and france then we are here in good company <laughs> um so we could be a, we could have been the early adopters let's say so you started as a kind of a cracklist like an ag aggregator for um yeah companies and listings as you said um, so nowadays I can really go to your platform, windturbine.com and buy a wind turbine or, uh, because this, I, I think this is a kind of a heavy industry. It's a big, uh, big tool. Um, I cannot put in my garden easily, so I cannot get it delivered to my door. So how does it really work? So how, uh, is, is everybody can use wind turbine to buy a wind turbine and then put it in the garden or is it more a B2B place or yeah. Yeah. Winterbine.com is only for B2B. So it's not for wind turbines who are for private use or to put it in your garden. It's only for commercial use and yeah, not yet. You can go on winterbine.com and put for example, a wind turbine in the basket and order it and get it shipped. But uh, we are working at the moment to to put this whole process on the, on the platform because this is one of the biggest problems uh, what we have on our platform today. We don't know when a wind turbine gets sold. Like we, someone is doing, for example, someone is doing the advertisement on our platform, then the advertisement is on our platform. And then at some point, the seller is deactivating this advertisement. So we think, okay, then maybe the, the window line is, has been sold. But we want to establish this whole payment process on our platform because we are the, the most of the buyers are not from Germany or even from Europe. They're from Asia or from, from 
yeah, North America or for, even for an Africa. And to, because we have nowadays this trust uh, on our platform, so we we want to give this um, the get um, we want to give the seller and good. Yeah, feeling about to, to advertise your wind turbines on windturbine.com because there you can find um, serious buyers and you even can do this whole payment process because we are talking about 100, 200, 300,000 euros. And but maybe by end of the year or maybe in 2023, we have this process on windturbine.com and this is an big impact for our platform and we want to make the, the next step to not only to have this advertisement opportunities on our platform even to have the whole payment process and this is not only not only the payment process for to buy wind turbines also the payment process for added services like for dismantling the wind turbine or to operate a wind turbine or to find an insurance uh, for a wind turbine this, our our mission is that everybody who's in this wind industry doesn't matter if he is an operator or a service uh, company everything has to be part on windturbine.com you have to do your business on windturbine.com so i hear it's a journey obviously like it is a big a, journey a, a big long journey started in 2012 already so uh, like uh, like uh, all platforms anyway, it's always a, a journey. You mentioned uh, my favorite word, as Matthias always uh, teases me on, it's trust. Yes. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about this? Because you said you needed to build trust initially. And now as a new entrant in any uh, market, uh, this is necessary, but maybe even more in this particular industry. Can you tell us more about this, how you went about building trust and how you maybe build trust initially and how you think you still need to build trust on other uh, points or elements? Sure. Um, we we are, um, winterbine.com was in 2012 part of, an, of our agency. Like um, we... Um, we, our agency, uh, GmbH, is an yeah, agency who is doing online marketing, and we had no wind expertise at all. So um, we have to build a lot of trust. So what we have, uh, what we have done was we went to exhibitions, we went to events um, in this wind industry to show to people, hey, we are winterbine.com. Trust us. We we are we are new players in the market uh, we have no idea how a wind turbine is working but hey we are um, pretty cool people please come to us and then we have um, worked and talked uh, together with magazines because uh, to to gain visibility we had uh, we have to do a lot of interviews we wrote a lot of articles how um, how the digitalization uh, in this branch um, will affect in the following years um, way time before corona uh, happened uh, corona helped us because the companies uh, have been forced to be more digital and to communicate more digital this really was 
yeah, a, a big drive for us at the end, but still we have to gain a lot of trust. In Germany, we have a big trust at the moment because we are working closely with the um, German Wind Association together. They have um, established a um, magazine, German Wind Power, where we are a big partner because we have those international visibility and reach uh, at the moment. And so we, we have this big cooperation right now, but um, still we have to uh, build a lot of trust um, outside of Europe. We have to build trust in Asia. We have to build trust in North America. And there we have to do, and to, um, there we have to deal with different types of, of users and customers. So um, this is not as easy as it looks like. Um, but at the moment, um, we are really focused on, on Germany because um, in, in Germany, um, the wind industry is uh, quite on an, yeah, on an interesting way at the moment. It becomes more and more popular because of the new government, but um, we still want to build even more trust uh, on a global uh, way. And we are looking at the moment for, for partners who have this trust outside of Europe and we uh, want to work with them together to maybe to work with them together to build an application which helps our platform um, to be yeah, becoming an, an ecosystem at the end of the day. And um, yeah, but for me, uh, trust is the most important thing because the biggest problem what platforms have even they are in B2B or B2C, that they're quite anonymous. And uh, we don't want to be anonymous and we uh, want to be yeah, personalized and helping people to, yeah, to solve their problems at the end of the day. Yeah, as you said, the trust is the most important thing, especially in a B2B world. And you have to gain trust and build trust. And uh, let's go back at the early days of wind turbine uh, and look how you have built trust in the early days. So um, you were kind of a, a listing platform and uh, also in our briefing call, you mentioned you yeah, kind of growth hacked yourself into the market. Uh, as you learned that there are a lot of magazines, really paper magazines <coughs> out there in the market where people Uh, put their ads there and then and, and you needed to compete with them so can you maybe a little bit explain how you cross hacked yourself into the market um, and how you started to build an early trust with uh, with the market yeah our, our biggest cross hack was um, as when we started in 2012 there were two or three um, print magazines in Germany where you have been able to advertise your winter bikes on it And what our founder, Mr. Bert uh, Weidmann, did was to buy those magazines and to write down those advertisements and put them on our marketplace. So we, we have copied those advertisements. We have copied 100, 200 advertisements from those magazines, put them on our platform, and then we wrote an email to to those publishers of those advertisements and said, hey, uh, dear customer, uh, we are winterbind.com. We have put your advertisement, what you have put in this magazine on our platform for free. And we have done this 
because now you can reach not only people inside of Germany, you can reach probably buyers outside uh, of Germany and even in yeah on the world uh, wide. And this is how we grow fact pretty much ourselves in into the market with yeah push marketing at the end of the day. And the other big thing is yeah as a digital platform you think oh we have to do a lot of online marketing. Um, at this time, maybe 10% was online marketing and 90% was offline marketing. Offline marketing was really important for us because we, you have to go to the people. They are not sitting in front of the computer and typing in, I want to buy in winterbine.com. When you are building a platform in an industry who's not really digitalized at this moment, you don't have search terms on the internet you will not reach them by putting Google ads or doing Facebook ads because those people are not into this distribution uh, channels. So you have to go there where are those people are and where are those people on exhibition, on events, in, um, in seminars. And this is how we yeah, have done a lot of offline marketing in the first yeah, three, four, five years to yeah, to gain trust again and to to reach people. Um, then uh, nowadays it's nearly nearly fifty percent, but we still do a lot of offline marketing in Germany. And our most online marketing activities are pretty much outside of, of Europe at the moment, because outside of Europe, more and more people are more familiar with those uh, digital platforms, uh, especially in Asia, everything is going there on, on digital way, even in B2B business, same with United States. So and of course, it's easier to, to put an, an, an Google Ads advertisement uh, in, in the United States than putting yourself into an aircraft and flying to Los Angeles and yeah, being part of an exhibition over there. But yeah, this is for me, this is when you when you start a B2B platform, my advice is for every operator of a B2B platform. You have to do a lot of offline marketing. You have to go to the people, you have to talk to them, and you have to build a lot of trust. But Dennis, I'm actually wondering who are your customers? So who are the customers looking for wind turbines? First, I didn't realize it was hard to find a wind turbine because I never searched for one, I guess. <laughs> but I, I kind of assumed uh, there might be one or two vendors. Uh, or manufacturers, uh, or, or three or four, I don't know. Uh, probably there's a lot more because you've got a platform on this. Um, but also who buys uh, those uh, the, those wind turbines? And, and uh, because when you were saying you need to go and meet them and they're not digitalized, then I'm wondering who those people are, in fact. Yeah, Um you, you you have to look on, on, on both sides. You have new wind turbines and you have used wind turbines. Uh, Windturbine.com is more focused uh, at the moment for used wind turbines. So you have running wind turbines in Germany who are running there for 25 years, uh, running quite well, but um, you have to dismantle them after 25 years and replace them with new wind turbines. So what do you, what we are doing with those used wind turbines? So um, our, our customer is 
the operator in Germany who has this used wind turbine and wants to sell this wind turbine. And our other customer of windturbine.com is the guy who wants to buy this wind turbine. So our, our customers are pretty much uh, investors and people who have a piece of land, especially in Eastern Europe, who wants to yeah, build wind turbines on it because to yeah to earn some some money because in Eastern Europe or in in, in Asia or in in Africa you still get a lot of of money when you are yeah put a wind turbine uh, on your piece of land and to buy a used wind turbine is much more cheaper than buying a new wind turbine. For example, uh, a new wind turbine is around two million euros. And a used wind turbine is around 100,000 euros. So you can save a lot of money. And a used wind turbine is still in a good shape and still can run at least 10 years longer um, before you have to think about, okay, this is now way too old and to, to replace them with a newer version. So yeah, our, our customers are the operators especially in, in, in Germany or in, in Europe. And uh, our other customers, uh, they are the, the investors and the buyers of a wind turbine, uh, of a wind turbine and they are sitting mostly outside of Europe. What, what type of quantities are we talking about? Uh, I have no idea how you know, big the market is uh, that you're targeting or that you have already in Germany. Uh, can you give us just a bit? Mm-hmm. Of a couple of numbers just to get the scope of it. Yeah, in Germany at the moment we are talking about thirty thousand wind turbines, and I think globally we are talking about three hundred thousand wind turbines at at the moment. So, um, but in in Germany in the next one to two years. Uh, nearly 10,000 wind turbines have to be re- replaced because they're too old and they have to be dismantled or replaced. And those 10,000 wind turbines, we are looking to them because they are all our customers pretty much because they have to do something with their wind turbine. Dismantle it, refurbish it, uh, ship it, sell it. Um, yeah, and we are working now to be on, on winterbine.com a few, a few weeks ago we have established a google maps where you can go on winterbine and there you can see every winterbine in germany digitalized uh, on a google maps application we understand it's a it's a big market and it's not just a, the complete wind turbine it's also about the parts right so you can also it's, it's not only the parts the, the bigger the bigger business is the service around uh, a wind turbine because you have for example if you have a wind turbine around 25 years and you have to do a lot of maintenance you have to have to um, apply for an insurance that the parts market is not that big but actually i don't have a lot of knowledge in, in the parts uh, market so i can't tell anything about it and the parts market is not a big thing on winterbine.com at the moment because we are more focused on the services, on the, on the services or on the whole winterbine itself but not on the, on the parts and this is exactly a point uh, you also mentioned earlier so you started like a listing platform so you listed things people could discover and contact the other party but you are not really a marketplace where i can click and buy 
and you are still not there. So you said, okay, I cannot really put it into a basket and buy, but you learned uh, that you can make a lot of money and there's a lot of business also with additional services. And this is also what we see uh, as a kind of a growth or way of growth for platforms. It's on the top, they are on the marketplace, but then on a second layer, they build up additional services like digital services the users can use. And in your case, it looks a little bit like special because you're not fully building a marketplace on top because you're not can really buy, but you can find the other ones, but you cannot really buy. So it's kind of a half marketplace and more like a listing thing. But you quickly or you uh, also jumped into the layer of uh, uh, providing additional services. Um, how do you discover that? How, why, why have you started this without putting a place in a full marketplace where people can buy? But uh, yeah, earlier jumped into selling services and, and how you have done this? Because we know that um, as a an, as an platform operator to be big in the future, it's not, you, you have to, to show that a market network, this is the new buzzword who's going around the platform economy at the moment for everyone who has uh, no idea about market network or what it is in market network and market network is you have a marketplace you have uh, software as a service and you have a community and at the moment we have a good marketplace we have yeah um, a, a good community with our magazine and we we have a yeah on our social media platforms we are quite running quite well but we are still have a lack of software as a service and to yeah to to get even more into the market you need to to have those added services because then you, you just want to be just a normal marketplace and yeah where you can list something because we really want to be a big player who's really going into the market like um, like Amazon did it. Um, they have also Amazon Web Services, Amazon Fulfillment and so how we think we, we um, can grow winterbine.com in the next few, few years to be really a big player in the wind industry. That's how we really going into the early stage, uh, really think about it to, to establish those digital services and not only to be a marketplace at the end. Dear listeners, I hope you enjoy our podcast and you can learn more about building and scaling a successful platform business. I'm Matthias, CEO of Fastbreak One. And as you know, we at Fastbreak One are platform entrepreneurs by heart. Since over 20 years, we are building new platforms and this makes us one of the most experienced platform venture builders around the globe. If you are a corporate and you tried out different strategies, consultants, IT partners, but your platform initiative struggles to scale, please check out our assessment services. For example, we work closely together with a leading insurance company who tried to establish a platform for two years, but the results were below expectations and the risk to fail was very high. Within one month, we helped them to understand the bottlenecks and created a step-by-step -step plan to scale. Today, we are working very closely with the company and the platform became a market leader. Yes, we are no consultants. We are entrepreneurs and we love to share the risk and go full in in building new platform ventures. 
learn more about our experience and our practices of work at our website www.fastbreak.one or send us an email to contact at fastbreak.one. And now let's go back to the conversation. I think what's interesting, as Matthias was saying, is that your your um, uh, not you're not take, you haven't taken the step of uh, of uh, the purchase as a priority, but uh, you've added services, uh, and I guess maybe. Uh, I'm sure it's in the nature of, of the beast you're buying um, because when they buy a secondhand turbine, wind turbine, then they need services, uh, I'm assuming. But so you, uh, from what I understand, there are some probably some services through refurbishment companies or are you talking about SaaS particularly? And if so, which SaaS both uh, like you you need a refurbishment company and you need also um yeah digital services like um yeah operating control your your wind turbine there are some some players uh, at the moment uh, like normal software applications and we also try to establish uh, helpful applications on, on winterfund.com. For example, at the moment, we are working on a revenue calculator, what you know from, from other big uh, marketplaces, like where you can ask how much is my car uh, value, the same you want to do with, with the wind turbine. So you can go on winterfund.com, you can um, type in your, 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 your data of your wind turbine. We have now um, connect uh, the German uh, database um, with our platform. So uh, you just need uh, your registration number, what you have as an operator for your wind turbine. You just type in this registration number um, in, in the field and, and we know all the data of your wind turbine. And then you just put on your contact details and then you click submit. And then we will check uh, how much is your, is your wind turbine worth. Uh, because most of the people who are doing the, the or who are firstly uh, to be um, to sell and wind turbine, they have no idea what they can get for them for the wind turbine. And and we as a platform, because we have all this data, um, we try to help them. Um, how much is their wind turbine um, value? To, to have a chance uh, to have a real chance on our platform to, to sell it to a serious buyer at the end. So if I understand correctly, that intelligence layer is made of both um, application or um, uh, SaaS uh, that you are building, like the valuation uh, of, uh, of a secondhand wind turbine, but also of other third-party applications, a bit like an app store, right? Yes, we, we are building um, applications by ourselves, but we are also working together with partners. And you said it correctly, we are want to build an app store like Apple did it. We are not a closed shop, we are an open shop. So everybody who, who has an application or has an idea, um, to, to maybe to uh, develop an application is, is welcome and happy to talk to us because uh, we have this visibility, we have the, the power to put 
some applications globally into the market, and uh, we are we are want to work together with other ex uh, with other third party um, partners. We are not want to yeah be a, a closed shop at the end of the day because we need those third parties. As I mentioned before, we 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 are not winterbine.com is not founded by a wind turbine manufacturer who has all this data and who has the knowledge in the wind industry for the last 20, 30, 40 years. We are a small company with six people and we are only digital nerds. I have never seen uh, how a wind turbine is getting dismantled or transferred into another country. I've, no idea pretty much about how a wind turbine works, but I know how a platform works. And um, this is this is our big asset. We know how a platform works, but we have still this lack of expertise. And we fill this lack with third-party partners who are willing to do something with windturbine.com because they see, okay, they help us and we help them to put their products uh, into the market on our platform. So it's really a, a really nice um, journey you went through and a nice story. So you're really fearless going into a market you don't know, disrupting the market and building something like a marketplace with um, services on top. And so it, it's really, it's really amazing how you do this and, and how how fearless you are. And uh, but also keen to learn, keen to keen to learn how to and. I think the biggest asset is that you went into this market very, very open. So uh, you said, okay, we need to build something, but you're also learning a lot throughout the journey and you are very, very agile in your way, how you adopt and uh, you see opportunities, you build things. So it's it's really a, a nice, nice story. Um, so looking a bit into the future. So you also mentioned about your mission you want to become a global marketplace a global platform for for wind um, how do you see it in detail how can you become this leading platform in the world and um, uh, what is beyond uh, additional services digital services building an app store or do you think this is this is sufficient enough the, the good thing we are still the leading platform in wind industry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, um, yeah, good on them. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, have achieved this one at least. And yeah, we, um, how, as I said before, I, I think it's really important to develop yourself uh, further and it's not an, enough to have just um, a market place and because all the communication how we we interact with each other how we communicate with each other um to wind turbine projects are still a big massive things for example uh, to to um, to build a wind turbine in germany takes about six to eight years so it's a long story for someone who wants really to build a wind turbine and also the mission of windturbine.com is to to shorten those uh, big uh, processes with digital services everything has to become quicker to to find a wind turbine to put all those um documentations uh, on it to to check how can we how can we buy it um, how can we um, 
yeah, build up this wind turbine on this piece of land, how we get this wind turbine there. Everything goes on on, on digital way at the end. And this is how I see uh, wind turbine in the near future, not only to, to sell wind turbines on, on our platform quicker and faster, also to, to push new projects in, in Germany or doesn't matter if it's Germany, Europe, Asia, North, North America. And then you have all those digital services at the end where you can say, oh, my dream is that when you go on windturbine.com and you say, I want to buy a new wind turbine. And then you're going into a process. My dream is when you go on windturbine.com and you say, okay, um, I want to buy a wind turbine. Then you go into a process and then the platform is telling you all the different steps. So first of all, you have to check what type of wind turbine you want to buy, which manufacturer is the best for you. Then maybe the platform, because the platform has this big data, is telling you what is the best wind turbine for you when you put in some information. And then you, you go to the next step. You have this piece of land. Is this possible on this piece of land to build a platform? Okay, it is possible. Then, then you need uh, someone who is transferring this wind turbine to you. You need a logistic company, the whole communications with this logistic company and the payment of this logistic company is going on windturbine.com. And yeah, even the wind turbine is installed and it's working, then you need other added uh, services. You need someone who's doing the maintenance regularly on, on this wind turbine. You need an insurance for this wind turbine. And then after 20, 25 years, you have to sell this wind turbine. And where are you going to sell this wind turbine? On windturbine.com because you have bought this wind turbine 25 years before on windturbine.com and we are hopefully still there and then this whole process starts again but in the other way <laughs> yeah you're looking you're looking forward very far indeed throughout the whole uh, life cycle in fact um, and i think uh, this is the key for a digital platform where you can get everything yeah, because uh, indeed, like you said, you're, you're looking at uh, building a market network uh, and you're covering the whole journey of the turbine uh, or of the user buyer of the turbine uh, from the, 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 the search, the find, you know, finding, uh, the purchasing, the feasibility of the land uh, or, or, or the revenue even um, that you can get when you sell it again, uh, the possibility to sell it, etc. So it's uh, yeah, indeed quite a long, uh, uh, a long journey. Yeah, and it's um, why we have in 2012 um, we have um, looking. Um, on uh, on ourselves and we thought, okay, what B2B platform we want to build? Are we going into the, the wind industry because there is nothing, which is always good when there is no other competitors? Or, yeah, there was one competitor, uh, Wind Turbines Marketplaces. Um, in 2016, we, we've bought this, this competitor because it's always better to buy a competitor unless he's buying you at some point. And um, yeah, the other uh, thought was to, to do something in medical devices. But then we thought, okay, wind is the most, um, yeah, biggest energy sector with the largest value creation because you have so many services around a wind turbine that uh, we thought, okay, it's really 
yeah, this really drives us to build a to build a platform for this. Yeah. This big ecosystem that is very fragmented and that you can consolidate through a platform. Yeah, and it's global. So it's not only in, in, in Germany. And we are always uh, we're looking for a global platform and not only a platform who has a market just only in Germany. It sounds also, like I said before, in like a fantastic journey and you have done a lot of things right. Um, but it's not you alone. Can you... Talk also a little bit about the team behind. Is it uh, sometimes it sounds like a 1,000 man, woman strong team, or is it just you and Bernd, or how many? What is the team behind? Because I think, um, yeah, how you do this, uh, um, there needs to be also a, a fantastic team behind. Yeah, we have a fantastic team. It's not it's not 1,000 employees, and it's not just me and Bernd. It's in total we are we are six people. Like um, it's it's Bernd who has the who is the CEO of the company. Then it's myself who is doing the, the marketing for the platform and the business development, and then we have. Uh, to uh, people for the developing, for the front-end developing and for the back-end developing, and we're developing all those tools um, with partners or by ourselves. And then we have two other people who are doing the, the content creation, and they are also multilingual. So we are doing not only the content creation in German, we are doing the content creation in eight different languages because winterbank.com is available in eight different languages nowadays. And yeah, then we have um, a designer who's uh, doing all the artwork uh, on, on Winterbind, the, uh, the, the layouts. And yeah, we are a, a pretty much normal, normal team. Like, um, but every, everybody is an, is an expert uh, in his uh, department. And we are working since yeah since 2015 with this with this team together, which which is really important that we have not a lot of changes in the team. So everyone knows okay I can trust uh, each other, and we are really working together. And everybody is uh, really willing to be part of this yeah big journey, and can say at the end of the day okay I I'm working for winterbind.com, and I have no idea about winterbind, but I'm working for the biggest company in this industry, maybe in 2030 on value propositions, not on team members. <laughs> And I believe um, you don't need a team of thousand people like um, we are we are six people and and we are have achieved in the last few years quite astonishing things we have built the world's leading platform and we are still developing this platform by ourselves we are not we are also not looking for an investor who are giving us two or three million million euros we are looking for strategic partners who are really helping with added services to yeah grow this this platform again and i think you don't need a team of 100 200 people um at this stage we are at the moment to to help or to drive this this platform i think this really shows again it's a, actually a very uh, excellent example of uh, how platforms uh, are completely Uh, disrupting the way that people do business. And here, the, you know, it, you, you said it several times, we know nothing or we knew nothing about 
wind turbines. And yet, you know, maybe a, a company building wind turbines could have had that idea and could have done it. And yeah, maybe they, they would. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't have probably the trust problem you had initially, or not not the trust, but the legitimacy problem you had initially. But then, um, yeah, you 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 look at it from a very different angle and from a customer or a winter bike journey, uh, whereas those companies probably look at it from a the type of products or services they sell, and and uh, yeah, I find that really interesting. Yeah, as you, as you said, uh, a manufacturer maybe could easily build a platform because they have also, yeah, they have even the data, but they have one big problem. They are a manufacturer. And I think, for example, Westos is the is one of the biggest manufacturers in the world and Enercom is one of the biggest manufacturers in the world. It's like BMW and Audi. Um, I don't believe that Vestas, if they're putting and developing a platform, will put any Enercon models on their platform. They are not neutral. We are neutral. For us, it doesn't matter if we have selling more Vestas or Enercon or, or Siemens uh, wind turbines on our marketplace or which which company uh, is doing the service it, it doesn't matter for us everybody on our platform has the chance to gain leads and to be part of the market so and we we have this neutral position and i think this is really important for a platform to have this neutral position and not to have uh, different interests of of manufacturers or of other big shareholders, we would never, um, yeah, searching for a shareholder who is a wind turbine manufacturer, because then it would easily happen if, for example, investors would be part of windturbine.com as a shareholder, then they would say, okay, we are doing now the marketplace only with investors' uh, wind turbines. But what you are going to do if North America uh, wants to have Enercon um, wind turbines? then we, we have no chance to, to grow ourselves in other markets, then, yeah, we are always limited by ourselves. And, yeah, it's really, really important that a platform is a neutral platform. And maybe that's why it's so easy that yeah, external people like us are coming into an industry and just put a platform um, yeah, and, and establish a platform and be there and, and scale and, and lift this platform because we are we are not limited by any interests. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, uh, that's the greatest difficulty, I think, for companies to, to build platforms is, is that they really struggle to open uh, to the competition, but by 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 having that fear uh, and that barrier, then they 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 are missing those great opportunities because uh, you know it is a great business opportunity and it would be a great business opportunity even for manufacturer, but um, we're seeing that. Uh, uh, happen also in in the logistics and uh, maritime industry. Some some platforms uh, that are on the market because they have been built by one or two big players uh, are not encountering all the success that maybe they could because there's um, you know some uh, uh, 
some mistrust from the users also saying, you know, I'm going to go into that platform. But of course, it's that great big leader and uh, that will lock me in or something. So it's both, I think, uh, a fear from companies to open up and put other offerings and services on the platform, on, on their platform. And also uh, uh, mistrust from users, because if it's done by just one player, uh, then it could be uh, perceived as a, as a potential uh, danger or lock-in. Mm. Yeah, and here we go again, trust. And I think to, to gain a lot of trust exactly. is because you, have, you are an open and neutral platform yeah. and you're not an investor's branded platform. Of course, when you are investor's branded platform, what you want to sell, investors, yeah. models yeah. and services. You're and neutral. then you will never have this 100% trust yeah. of your users. It's interesting to see how your neutrality is a stronger point for trust than your knowledge about wind turbines. Yeah, maybe this is one of the of the learnings of this uh, yeah of this whole platform evolution. What we are going through at all. Yeah, what I also like is that people now understand to build a platform. It's it doesn't really require a hundred of people. So uh, with a handful of people, you can already start and you can really start building something significant for the market and disrupt the market or yeah, change the market, shape the market. So you can already start with a handful of people. So it's not a big investment. The investment, it means more like um, it, the bigger investment is the commitment, the long-term commitment. Uh, you cannot build a successful platform within days or months or whatever. You need to have a long-term commitment, but it doesn't really require uh, a lot of resources. Uh, and yeah, looking at the time, we also need to conclude um, in our uh, podcast here. And uh, Dennis, you went through all this journey and you said, okay, you, you, you've, you are part since uh, 2014. So I guess you have learned a lot. So maybe what would be one or two major lessons uh, learned you would like to share with our listeners at the end? So maybe an advice you can give to other executives. Yeah, as I said uh, a few minutes uh, before, the, the most uh, yeah learned or session learned for me was that you have to do a lot of offline marketing. Um, my my job is online marketing, but uh, we have done a lot of offline marketing, as as I said, and this is one of the of the uh, one of the biggest highlights what I have learned in the last seven years when you're really a newcomer in, in an industry and you have no idea about it and you are being part of this new new market and uh, you have still um, still to do with people who are not really uh, into this digital uh, things, then you have to do a lot of offline marketing. And yeah, for me, it's also great to see that you can really push yourself into a market with a handful of people I mean, we have six people and and we have built a 100% digital company who is running worldwide in this industry. And we have more than 25,000 users per month. And we are six people and we, we have new registrations every day. We have new advertisements every day. So the people are giving us a lot of trust and, and you don't need 100, 200 people and you don't need 
three or four investors who are giving you 50 million euros. Maybe this would make this journey a little bit faster. I mean, we are established since 2012 and normally a normal platform needs about five to seven years to really be part uh, or to, to shape yourself in, in the market. And this was the same for us. Like we, when we started in 2012, everybody was laughing at us. Okay, there are some internet guys and they think, okay, now they are coming and telling uh, myself, oh, you want to buy a wind turbine on the internet, forget it. You, you can't uh, advertise or buy a wind turbine uh, on the internet. Not yet you can buy a wind turbine on the internet, but maybe in the near future, but you still can advertise your, your wind turbine on the internet and you uh, can find an, an seller and a serious seller because we as a platform, we can find the seller and we, we, we help to yeah to make your your um your yeah to to sell your winter wine uh much more easier than really like to to sit in a plane and and fly to your interest um interest buyer at the end of the day yeah but yeah really this is the the most um yeah, for me personally, the most uh, sessions learned that you have to do a lot of offline marketing, especially when you are at the beginning uh, and building a platform and uh, no one knows you, you really have to be everywhere. You have to do a lot of um, yeah brand marketing and it's not enough to to wait uh, by yourself and to to put some Google ads and, and think, okay, uh, maybe some, some users are coming by themselves. You really have to go to those people and tell them what is your platform, why you should be on my platform. And yeah, this is the, the key, I think. Always the same. Go to where the users are or where your yes. customers are. Uh, you have to know where your users are. And when your users are at exhibition or at events, then you have to go there, especially in B2B. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis, um, thank you very, very much uh, for letting us know more about your journey, uh, wind turbine, and uh, also about your ambitions. So we wish you... <laughs> Yeah, all the good luck uh, you need for driving this further. So you, you are number one. Please uh, stay number one. And uh, and maybe in one or two years, we can have another podcast episode and uh, check in where you are on your journey. Uh, yeah, thank you for, for all the details. And uh, thank you for joining our podcast. And yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you, Matthias, to be part of your show. And yeah. Maybe in, in two years, uh, we have established uh, something new on, on winterbine.com and have a new evolution level achieved and um, would be happy to share um, yeah, our journey with your audience. I'm sure you Maybe in the next, uh, we can invite you again in 25 years. <laughs> yeah, when I've sold my winterbine <laughs> on winterbine.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then. very good idea. Okay, thank you very much. And um, yeah, see you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.